0: Hello, I'm Janice Connolly and you're very welcome to this Women in Theatre podcast. In 2023, Women in Theatre run our first ever creative mentorship scheme for care experienced young people. We work with a small group to develop theatre making skills and build connections with Birmingham's creative community. We've been working a long time with this group of young people and recognise that they were really beginning to blossom as artists and we wanted to help them along their way. Over several months, our mentees created poems, songs and short plays and I'm really pleased to share with you now three pieces of work created by three of the group. First up is Lele with her short play How to be Successful at Being Unsuccessful.
1: I don't know what pisses people off more. The fact that I'm black or that I'm disabled or That I've got a big mouth. It's the start of university, which is exciting. But also, if I'm honest, a little frightening as well. Fitting in isn't something that comes naturally to me. I've been bullied. I've been abandoned. People gave up on me before they gave me a chance. Every year I put being accepted on my Christmas list. I got here while working hard, but it was very lonely, and I hope that at uni I would make a lot of friends and I wouldn't be so lonely. I thought things would be different, and don't get me wrong, everyone seems nice. There's some guys in the front room dancing. I want to join in but I'm nervous. So I'll go in the kitchen. There's some people complaining about the state of the university.
2: Oh my god, I can't get enough sleep. My housemates make too much noise. Student halls are too far away from the
0: lecture or spend all my time on money and buses. And
3: everywhere smells of weed.
1: Everyone seems so upset, and I really want to help them, so I say. You know, I'm actually an advisor to the government. What? Yeah, I'm part of a new group of students who have been invited by the government to advise how to improve the life and learning of students. Across the country. And I think these problems are things that I will be able to solve at the next meeting. What, really? Absolutely.
3: Yeah, but what's going to do about the smell of weed?
1: I will raise the problem with them and then they will fix it.
3: You can raise it with them, but it doesn't mean they will listen.
1: I can be very persuasive.
0: So there's a government committee just for
2: our university?
1: Uh, no, it's for the whole country.
2: Uh, they won't be interested in us then. They want to fix things for Oxford and Cambridge and all the other posh
1: before the whole poor. Don't worry, you're my number one priority. Are we friends? I like to think we are. And because we're friends, I want to let you into a little secret. None of the things... I've just told them I'm pretty I'm not a government advisor. There isn't even a special group looking after student needs. I can't fit anything. It's a good idea though, isn't it? When you think about how important and how expensive university is and how disappointed students are. They should be listening to us. I don't know why I lied. Maybe I thought nobody would believe me. But they did. And because they think I can fix things, they like me. And so they'll tell their friends about me. And soon their friends will be coming to me with their problems.
3: My housemates keep eating all my food, man.
1: It's my number one priority. There's not enough bin collections. It's my number one priority.
2: The supermarket is too expensive.
1: It's my number one priority. The bins are collected too often.
0: It's my number one priority. The cleaners don't
1: come often enough. It's my number one priority. And because I'm able to fix their problems, they also like me. they was one small problem. I couldn't actually fix any of these problems. And as soon people started to notice, luckily I had a plan.
2: My housemates are still making too much noise.
1: Don't worry, i got used to my plugs.
2: I'm still
0: spending too much time on buses.
1: Can't wait the buses to by or too I've got you some rotten blades. And everything still smells of weed. I've got you some for brains.
3: Everyone is still eating my food, man.
1: I've got you some toxic chemicals stickers. Put that on your stuff, no one will touch it.
0: There still aren't enough bin collections.
1: Go for a walk every day in the park and put the excess rubbish in there,
2: The supermarkets are more expensive.
1: You know the university has its own allotment. You can go your own food for a fraction of the cost.
0: Bins are still collected too often. If your bin isn't full, don't
1: take it out.
0: Where are the cleaners? Our halls are
2: absolutely filthy.
1: Clean it yourself. Are these actually
2: the solutions from the government?
1: Have they worked?
2: Yeah. I guess.
1: Then it doesn't matter.
2: I guess not. Sorry, I never asked your name.
1: I'm Wendy Wendy McIntosh.
2: You've got a lot of great ideas. Maybe when you finish
1: being a government advisor, you could join the student union. I'm more than happy to help where I can. You could say it's my number one priority.
0: Hello, it's it's Janice Connolly here, Artistic Director of Women and Theatre, and I've got with me Matt Smith. And Lelly Sans tankham And Lelly wrote the piece, How to be Successful at Being Unsuccessful. She worked very closely with Matt. And I'm really interested to know, first of all, Lelly, are you happy with it? And what process did you and Matt go through to create it?
1: I am happy with it. I'm happy at the turnout. Um Matt was a great help, definitely. So thank you, Matt. Initially... It was very difficult because my expectations of myself were very high. I was trying to, like, really put my heart on the paper. And that was, like, you don't need to do that and sometimes it's not always safe to do that. So I was able to um use what mattered to me and form it in an artistic and creative way and protect myself at the same time. That's
0: really interesting. I can see Matt nodding a little bit. So what would you say that the process was for you to work so closely with Lele to make this really good piece of work, Matt?
1: It was a really fascinating way to work. I think early on, we talk, me and Lele had like a lot of conversations about what were important to Lele and the things she wanted to you know, talk about. And then for me, it was all about trying to... well actually the joy of theatre, the joy of storytelling is actually, it's fictional. It's, you're, create, you're creating fictional worlds to talk about those things. That's was then for me, I was always like, so what's the story? Mm. Now we know what you kind of care, we found out what you cared about, what you wanted to write about. No, it was kind of about coming up with a character and a story. And Lele talks a lot there about how, how passionate she felt about things. And I think something which Lele doesn't talk enough about herself is actually how funny she is and mm. how cheeky she can be. So mm. I really wanted to kind of pull that out of... Mm in her writing, be like, actually, there's that funny and cheeky side of you. And once we kind of started playing with that, Lele just had this idea and it all kind of sprung from there. So they... Brilliant.
0: So you've got yourself a short play here, Lele. Can you see yourself performing it maybe at a scratch night?
1: Yeah, I can actually. I don't know why, but I, I, I'm kind of caught up on the idea of writing. And then getting others to perform. But I am aware that I I am a good character to play on stage. Like I've got a lot of personality. So I am aware that I can that I do very well on stage. It's is there like come stuck in the middle because I really like Uh, giving other people opportunities to do the same as well.
0: Well, that's a really good thing to do. I think this is very early work and I'm really thrilled that you've been able to finish it, which is what we set out to do. And for you to have something that you could then take to a scratch night and, as you said, either you perform it or somebody else performs it, but you have got yourself a short piece of theatre here that really works, that packs a great punch, that's funny... Interesting, and off now. So congratulations to you and to Matt.
1: Thank you, Matt, again, and thank you, Danny. No, thank you, Lele. It's been really great fun.
0: That was me talking to Lele about her play, How to Be Successful at Being Unsuccessful, She's absolutely brilliant. And next up is Chelsea. And Chelsea wrote a poem, and it's called Letting Go is Never Easy.
2: Letting go is never easy. Sitting here waiting for it to happen, not knowing it would happen, not knowing when or why. Losing your forever person makes you feel uneasy like the hail falling from the sky. Lost with no sense of direction. Saying goodbye to all the years and memories, knowing that they will never be there again, were so messy. Two years, five years, ten years. Do you remember that t-shirt you used to wear? I always wanted you near. A chance to take a hit of your scent. So fresh, so clean, I felt safe. That same shirt you spilled red wine down, and now it's covered in power red. You try and try to get the colour out, but it won't come out. Letting go is never easy. i seen you sleeping, but I believed you was dreaming. I can't even begin to explain that I'll never see you again. The random text messages and phone calls won't be occurring. My heart breaks while I am grieving. You're at peace now, and peace may you be. I wish you was here, but I know you'll always be with me. Letting go is never easy. Anxiety's like being on a secure ward. The nurses are smiling, but the doors are deadlock. Anxiety stole so many years from me. A sinister jailer whispering lies how I despise it. But now, now I'm free. Free from anxiety. Anxiety ruined my life for years, and believe me when I say, letting go of you feels better. We all have something we fear, we all have something we're feared by. What if letting go of fear is easy? I know we all have something we fear. What would you do? What would you say? What if letting go of fear is how we really lived our lives? So that was Chelsea with Letting Go Is Never
0: Easy. And I'm just going to have a little talk with Chelsea now about writing that, the process of writing that. But first of all, I want to congratulate Chelsea because I think she, to me, she feels like she reads stuff very easily and it's a pleasure to listen to her. Would you say that doing spoken word, performing it comes quite easy to you, Chelsea?
2: Yeah, natural.
0: Natural. Natural. It sounds natural when you're doing it. So don't change that. It's absolutely brilliant. So when we began this sort of creative mentoring process, I know that you wanted to do a piece of spoken word. Can you just talk us through how you came to get this completed poem?
2: I think throughout life we lose people, we lose things, and I, I just feel like there's, there's not lots out there in regards to like letting go, and, and I just wanted to do it.
0: Yeah, it's an important part of life. Uh, We all lose stuff, we lose people and things, just like you've said. But when we look to see how much writing there is about it, you feel that there needs to be a bit more. Do you think reading stuff when when you're in a position yourself of maybe having lost somebody can give comfort if we find something that's been written about it? Yeah, because you you know you're not alone. That's one of the big purposes of art, I think. It helps us remember we're not alone. So in terms of the process, I know that you work with a... A spoken artist who works with women in theatre, and I was part of that meeting with, her and she was really sort of pushing you to to explain your feelings more clearly. How, how how was that process for you?
2: Obviously, explaining my feelings isn't something that comes easy to me, so I found it. I did find it really hard. I know you did. Yeah.
0: Are you glad you went through that process?
2: I mean, I think I'd still not be able to know what to do now, but. <laughs> ah.
0: Oh, okay. So it was okay, that's really interesting. So what you're saying is you could do it with her, but but you wouldn't be able to do it on your own because you wouldn't be able to ask yourself the questions that she was asking you. Do you think it helped you write a stronger piece of art? Yeah. 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 So maybe in the future you might say, oh, I need somebody just to sit with me and help me, ask me a few questions. Because in the end it's you that writes it. It's having somebody to ask those questions, but you're saying you don't think you could ask yourself those questions. No. That's very interesting. (laughs) Are you proud of the piece of writing you've got? Yeah. What what do you want to do with it? I don't know. I want to get it out there. That's one of the purposes. So the next stage would be how can we help you get it out there? Would you feel comfortable performing it in a club? There's quite a lot of spoken word clubs around.
2: If there was people there that are new, then yeah. Yeah, OK. Thank you. Thanks,
0: Chelsea, and well done. That was me talking to Chelsea about her poem, Letting Go Is Never Easy. And now we have a song from Michael that he wrote himself, and it's absolutely brilliant, and it's called Child of the System.
3: Child of the system, full of love and full of hate. For a broken messed up system. Oh, child of the system. When I was just a child, not even four years old, my mother got priority. Of my father for the care of me. They chose the woman over the man because he was the lord of the land. When I was young, I had no choice. But now I'm older, found my voice. Count of the system, full of love and full of hate. For a broken, messed up system. Oh out of the system When I got to be older I must have been eight or nine I was I was happy in foster care But to get the placement took a long time So many others that turned me down Turned down cause I was brown So many others that turned me down down because I was proud count of the system full of love and full of hate for a broken messed up system oh child of the system when I got to 18 on that legal special day. I was messy by a woman on Facebook Cause nowadays that's the way I'm a brother is what she come to say I'm a brother is what she come to say I'm a brother is what she come to say I'm a brother she waited to say Child of the system Full of love and full of hate for a broken messed up system, oh, code of the system. Now I'm 25, I wanna see my father but they keep on saying no. Better keep the past dead and buried. Dope up on cancer, while you know. Now I'm 25, I wanna see my father but they keep on saying no. Best to keep the past dead and buried, don't propaganda well, you know I'm child of the system. Full of love and full of hate for a broken, messed up system. Oh, child of the system, child of the system, full of love and full of hate.
0: Michael Fury, I've got to tell you that that song is now. Have you heard the expression an earworm? It's my earworm. I woke up this morning it's singing it. Not annoying in my in my brain. Child of the system. So it's in it's in me. So um, tell us about how you went about writing this very catchy song.
3: To be honest, like I, the tune, like um. Obviously, I had a different tune in my head for a long time and the lyric could actually worked on a different way of sa- saying the lyrics. But the lyrics were basically, I had help from people, that, lovely people at women in theatre. Basically, like, I had help with obviously creating the backing track, creating, like, certain things. But, like, the whole idea with the lyrics, I've had help with, like, Janice and we had help coming up with the lyrics.
0: Now it's but, good because you give it every you yeah, you did get a bit of help, but at the begin at the heart of it all it, Michael, it's come from you, hasn't it? Where was this story came from? The idea of, you came to us and we said this is an opportunity to do some stuff. Why did why did you want to do this song?
3: When I first started the creative mentorship, I was more interested in doing the sort of like rehash change lyric versions that I've done before. But a sort of guided to say, well, why don't you work, focus on your own song for the first time? Yeah, so this is the and first time And that's what we've done. So yeah. this is probably the first. Not not probably. This is the first time that I've actually sort of made my own song from scratch.
0: Can I just explain to the people listening to this what it was you were doing before? So what Michael was doing, uh. With a lot, lots of you did it a lot, didn't you? Well, you've still got
3: in my pocket, I haven't done it recently.
0: Okay, you could do one there if you were. He, where you're using um, the tune is it the tune or the lyrics? Tell me how to
3: put it. It's like, um, for an example, it's like um, the song across across, which is Across the Universe by the Beatles and Across the Universe. So, across the universe, I basically. That sort of taken that, looked at it, like changed the lyrics around. So you sat down every little bit, you've changed the lyrics so that the lyrics are different but with the same meaning. Pain is flowing out like endless rain across the slippery grain. It falls wildly as it slips away across the heavens and earths. Brilliant. So that give that's a really good example. That's
0: not- so you've changed the words, you've used so the tune, but it's in the same kind of territory. It's more
3: like, I do put it, it's like, like changing the lyrics. So the lyrics are different, but the tune matches. It's exactly the same. So it's like the structure matches, but, but the lyrics are different.
0: Can you? Those words sounded really beautiful. Also, you, Michael, like, would you mind saying those words without singing it? Can you
3: pain is flowing out like endless rain across the slippery drain. It falls wildly as they slip away across the heavens and earth.
0: I'm sure anybody listening to this when they hear Michael doing that will think what I thought when I saw Michael's writing. That in its own right, it has got great value. So I suppose what I was trying to encourage you to do, Michael, was to have faith that you could write original lyrics of your yeah. own and also an original tune. So as you said, uh, this song...
3: Child of the System. Yeah, that's right. This you couldn't song... even remember. No,
0: even though I said you it You couldn't was...
3: remember to come today. Now you can't remember to... Um, <laughs> even though the it's the tunes yeah, Yet you, meant... you were thinking it in your back yeah, yeah, garden. Yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, child of the system was in fact the very first song and is the very first song that you've written from scratch. How does that feel?
3: It kind of feels weird like because like I think one of the days the other day like I was thinking, imagine if I put it online and then s- out of nowhere, I think I was a, it was like a vision of a nightmare and it was like somebody's copyright strike even though we we didn't think it was anybody else's. Oh, you think? Oh, okay. No, because the tune's so strong. You're already like, somebody else's. I else had it in so my st- head, and it was like, you know, like I don't know. how think it's like it's like thinking of yesterday before it was even written. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, but, but obviously, obviously, like I think uh, it's my own re- original song. As far I, as, as as far you as, know. as I'm aware, it's my own original song. But I kept imagining now like, what if someone came and managed to strike it, and like, I'd be so annoyed and so angry.
0: Now you know how they feel with you because you've been stealing other people's tunes for years. It's not... St- <laughs> I'm only joking. But you know what I mean?
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, let's hope that doesn't happen. And we did try and check it in because you worked with Duncan and we asked Duncan if he thought he'd heard the tune before. Yeah, Duncan thought.
3: said he hadn't heard it. No.
0: So I think we'll be all right. But it is definitely a good tune.
3: Yeah. And I
0: know that one of the things you wanted to do as part of this creative mentorship is have something that you can use to so send like a places
3: portfolio
0: yeah and i know you were just been talking to matt who works at women in theater about maybe going on to do um a music course so has this inspired you this mentorship to pursue i think stuff? i wanted to
3: do it before like yeah. but like i think like though like, we were talking about a, a company called bim which is like a university college like um But, like, it felt like I think I looked at the application, there were certain things I needed to do because I don't have all my qualifications in English and maths. Right. Because they said that they've got a thing where, like, they have, like, sort of, like, a leeway, like, it's where a certain, like, you can get onto a course if you do these certain things. And what I think the three of them was, so you had to have filling a formal application to UCAS, you had to have a successful audition, which basically means you singing in front of them, you you basically performing what you do now. And you have to, I think, do an, like an essay, like there's so many different words of yeah. like, you basically, you're proving you, what you've done. And what it said is, which you liked, is that it doesn't have to be academic. Great. So it can be, uh, sorry, it can be like, uh, it can basically be like stuff you've done outside of education that's, that still take us towards music.
0: Right, so that's so good.
3: So like the stuff I've been doing with women in theatre, yeah, and the stuff I've been writing, all that is like, and even now, like the the vocal bit that we've done now, that we could always put that down and have helped to, to sort of do that.
0: Yeah, this all adds to you having, like you said, portfolio, something to show.
3: Yeah, I mean, some of the sort of like the rehashed lyrics that we've just talked about. I've done, I think, some about the COVID and the situation with that. Mm-hmm. Some about my my cat that passed away. Yeah. And um, I can't remember what else, but it's basically some about my cat, some about COVID. And um, I think that's, there's other know, songs, but there's, I can't remember what all of them were about. Don't worry.
0: And I know you've also got quite an interesting war poetry as well, haven't you?
3: Some poetry, yes. War poetry. War poetry. One, I think one war poetry, and some of them, like, the problem I have is, like, I feel, like, almost scared because, like... Why? Because of some of them, I've, like... Because I don't know it's our culture, we, like, um are in our faith. I don't know if it's part of faith, but, like, like, we don't like what's happening in Israel and the whole situation with that. And, like, so, like, sometimes... I think one of two of my, one of my, some of my poems and one of my songs that I've made, my rehash songs, I've sort of like got a bit wound up and like sort of like, not not like said anything nasty, but sort of made a song. I made a song about the whole situation with Israel and Palestine. Right. Now that, because what? in our faith, we're, um, Not just our faith, but we we feel like we're more closely towards the Palestinians.
0: I think anybody listening to this podcast now would already be very interested in what you're saying, Michael. And would want to come to a show called Rehash, where you... That sounds like the
3: name of a show as well. Yeah,
0: it's called Rehash. And you sing your rehash lyrics about things you really care about to well-known tunes. I think it'd be very, very interesting. And but that, also don't that, give up writing your own song. And I
3: just remembered what love. I just had this the the oof moment. That pff, Yeah. Like uh <laughs> like how to put it like I wrote a song about uh Have you got it on you? I've got it on me. Right read us the
0: lyrics. Yeah. I love this oof moment of creativity. When the creative
3: So I've wrote a song about Someone, a friend of our, my carer passing away. Okay. I've wrote a religious song and I've wrote one about being in care.
0: Well, we've heard something about being not in care. Not the
3: child of the system. Another one. A rehashed lyric of
0: I think we've got time to, let's hear first of all which you would you like to share?
3: I'm going to do the, the sad one.
0: Alright, go on then.
3: It's not about, it's about like sort of like it's I I give you a bigger backstory first. Yes, thank you. A friend of ours, like a family friend, Pat, that was mm, thought that like, we knew from Avon, and was like we close to my carer for a very long time, and they'd, they'd passed away in like a few months ago, and what in a few days. So when they passed away, literally a few days after, I took the song from Princess Diana's funeral that Outing John did. And thought sort of change that
0: Thank with you. a
3: different one.
0: So, candle in the wind,
3: yeah. Candle in the wind again to blowing breeze. Okay, you want me to go?
0: Yes, please. Make sure you use your microphone, Michael. That's good.
3: <clears throat> Goodbye, our friend. May you forever grow in our hearts. You were the best day from customer. But now our lives are torn apart. You called out to my carer. But we didn't know you were in pain, now you belong to heaven, and now the stars spell out your name. And it seemed to me you live your life like a gentle blowing breeze. One minute you're here and the next you're gone, and your memories will always be here in our hearts and minds. Your life faded long before, Your memories ever will. The loneliness we have, These empty days without your smile, This pain we'll always carry, For our our golden aunt. And even though we cry, The truth brings us the tears, All our words cannot express, the joy you brought us through the years. And it seems to me, seems to us, You live your life like a gentle blowing breeze. One minute you're here and the next you're gone. And your memories will always be here in our hearts and minds. And your mem- And and your life faded long before your memories ever will. Goodbye our friend, may you forever grow in our hearts. You were the best even customer, but now our lives are torn apart. Goodbye our friend, from the place lost without your soul. Who missed the wings of your compassion, more than you ever know. And it seems to me you live your life like a gentle growing breeze. One minute you're here and next you're gone. And your memories will always be here in our hearts and minds. Your life faded long before your memories ever will.
0: Thank you, Michael. So have you enjoyed this whole process? of I've enjoyed the
3: uh, process. I think it's been a long time coming, mm. but I think we got there in the end. Yeah, we have got And some... hopefully, I don't know whether she said this because it means hope in our language.
0: Please say it.
3: Because hopefully, inshallah, like, I might get somewhere with it.
0: Yeah. Uh, certainly, you've got more to show for it, and you, and I know that you know that. It's the show. The world of show business and creativity is a long and difficult journey.
3: It's a long. It seems, I think it's like you ever heard "Needle in a Haystack." <laughs> yes, "Needle in." There's a good song. "Needle in a Haystack."
0: What like, I say? Is now. that like your song, "Needle girl? in a Haystack"? Yeah, yeah. But I, I think along the way, we're not all going to be famous or like that. It's, it's just such so keep I to keep doing I mean, it's stuff. It's more like
3: getting my music out there. I like know, at the I moment. Know. I wasn't really thinking of money at the moment. I was more thinking about getting my music out there, making sure people are able to hear it. Yeah. I'm making sure, like, it, I have an audience. Yeah,
0: and this so, is one small step. Because obviously,
3: like, I've not really had that, like, public presence. Yeah. Okay,
0: so thank here you, we have... For, thank you. Thank
3: you for your time, Guinness. Is thank Are we you. done?
0: Yeah, we are done. And I'm sure everybody would agree that the song... Um, I forgot the title
3: again. We one? Title the system.
0: Yeah, the system. Child or, or of the, the system. The one of you said. It's Child of the System, I was thinking of. Um, it's a very catchy song and all Michael's work's good. And I think it'd be great to have a little show called Rehash. But now you have got this song as a beginning. So, well done.
3: Yes, yeah, so but I suppose, because it's my first outing. Is like, that the Batman, the first outing? Uh. It's like basically it's my first sort of actual song that I've done from scratch, and hopefully, in the, who knows where in the future takes us, I might be able to do more.
0: You may. Okay, so it's it's thank you from me, Janice Conley, and thank you from
3: you, Michael Fury. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: And that was me, Janice Conley, talking to Michael about his song "Child of the System." I would just like to say what a great privilege it's been to work with these three young people and to see them blossom over the time that we've worked together and I really hope they go on to do great things. Thank you for listening. We hope you really enjoyed this podcast and if you know someone who'd benefit and enjoy listening, then share it with them. Also, rating and reviewing the podcast will help us find more listeners. How to be successful at being unsuccessful was written by Lele Sams Nizuku Tankam. It was performed by Lele... Michael Fury, Chelsea Fowles and myself Letting Go Is Never Easy was written and performed by Chelsea Fowles and Child of the System was performed by Michael Fury with musical support from Duncan Grimley The Women in Theatre podcast theme was by Sam Frankie Fox and this is a free podcast from Women in Theatre funded by the Arts Council of England and recorded here in the heart of Birmingham at Brum Podcast Studios Thanks for listening Look after yourselves